Good morning. It's August 23rd. It's a pleasant morning in New York, a great day to have the windows open. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news, once again accompanied by a special guest, Dominic Skokaho. Hi. On the front of today's New York Times, down at the bottom, there's the story, In Hot Job Market, Minimum Wage Isn't Enough to Lure Workers. The lead says that under New Hampshire law, Jeanette Desmond can pay the employees who scoop ice cream and cut fudge at her Portsmouth sweet shop as little as $7.25 an hour. But with the state unemployment rate under 2%, the dynamics of supply and demand trump the minimum wage. At Ms. Desmond's store, teenagers working their first summer jobs earn at least $14 an hour. I could take a billboard out on I-95 saying we're hiring $7.25 an hour, Ms. Desmond said. You know who would apply? Nobody. You couldn't hire anybody at $7.25 an hour. That's good. That's good news. I don't understand if it's supposed to be a complaint. But if you worked full-time scooping ice cream at the wages that this person is talking about, you'd make $29,000 a year. Take the money that you would spend on the imaginary billboard offering people a wage that they don't want and spend that on giving your workers even more money. All right, what else is in the paper? Um, well, self-driving cars... Um, a new company called Waymo, which is owned by Alphabet, the parent company of Google, has launched their new automated self-driving cars. And three different New York Times reporters went out to San Francisco and bought the service, seeing how it was. And how did it work for them? Mostly it was odd, and they had a lot of... Mostly it was... It was extremely safe, never going above the speed limit, and usually being almost below standards for a self-driving futuristic car. Which standards, you mean? I mean, the ideas about it being a futuristic car with high technologies is kind of replaced by almost a non-human unflexibility with driving, it's very static and is almost slow, but I guess that's a good thing because you don't really want that sort of thing to be happening with an automated system. But the Times reporters didn't have any of the adventures other people have been having where one of these taxis drove into wet cement. Or an emergency vehicle, no. Right. However, one of them did have a scenario in which they got into the car and it started faster than usual. It accelerated too quickly and went through an accident that happened on the road and drove through it almost recklessly, more so than the other people's cars and more so than the other Waymo cars. However, for some reason, it strikes me as weird that this is a paid service. I feel like one of the ideas for having something like this would be more public transportation type stuff rather than a paid service similar to uber you think since google's running it it should be free like gmail yeah why not they're making enough money off of whatever else they're doing they should be able to pay off the billions of dollars that it costs to build and make these cars it just seems like the question is why bother right because there are other 
companies that do the same thing as this, but with more human drivers that are more susceptible to better driving or getting places faster and making correct, more decisive decisions on what to do in what situation. Although, speaking of human decision-making in transportation, there's a big front-page story about the number of near-misses between airplanes at American airports. The online version is much livelier, though. Hang on, I'm going to try to pull that up. All right, now we're looking at some animations of near-miss incidents between airplanes. What do you think? That looks pretty bad. That's that's really bad. I mean, it looks terrible. It looks extremely dangerous. I mean, some of them are just, like, missing it by a hair. It's the plane is taking off and the other one is coming down the intersection. Maybe taxiing or coming back from a flight. Yeah, there's a really lively one of um, in New Orleans, Southwest and Delta um, coming extremely close on the ground. Admittedly, it says they've sped up the animation 20 times and the planes are not quite shown to scale. So it's maybe more exciting on the computer than it was in, in real life, but still. So they have these illustrations of all these near misses where planes came within... 200 feet vertically and 700 feet horizontally of each other, or within 100 feet vertically and less than a mile horizontally. When they talk about miles between the airplanes, I like to just turn it into blocks. So like less than a mile is less than 20 blocks. Or here's an encounter between Frontier Airlines and Southwest. They came within 100 feet vertically and 0.65 miles horizontally. So 0.65 miles, that's like, what, 12 12 blocks? Yeah. Which is not much space when you're going 500 miles an hour. Right. And tonight is the first Republican presidential debate, if it counts as a presidential debate when none of the people who are in the debate are going to be the presidential nominee. Donald Trump is skipping it. Are we going to watch this? I don't want to. Okay, me neither. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow.